Welcome back to the Midnight Memo. If you're up, welcome to the club. Come join <laughs> us, you know, for a little virtual hangout, virtual sleepover for all the night owls out there. My name is Claire, and I am currently running off of caffeine and prayers. <laughs> I am Claire's co-host, Kristen, and I, oh gosh, what am I running off of today? What crippling memories of high school, because we're going to talk about <laughs> customer service, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Haunting memories of high school, our young adolescent brains having to deal with <sighs> horrible customer service situations. <laughs> oh, God. Our young adolescent brains having to deal with adolescent-minded adults. Oh, my God. Yeah, childlike adults, actually. It's always the adults that were the worst. Yeah. They would have tantrums, and I'm like, you should know better. Like, <laughs> You're an adult adult. Excuse you're me. You're like a level three adult right now. <laughs> yeah, at least. Like, excuse me. Control yourself. Yeah. How's your week been, Claire? This week, honestly, has been much better than last week. Love to hear it. Yeah, I was more productive at work. I was more productive outside of work with my second side job. And then I have dance and things like that, like other responsibilities. And I feel like I was able to juggle all of those things really well. Yeah. So plus for that. Good job. Wow. Love that for you. I know. We're going places. <laughs> but however, even though it's been more organized, better in that sense, Mm-hmm. I think I've still gotten less sleep <laughs> than I did the previous week. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's like I just like to self-sabotage myself. You just choose violence, my gal. I really do. I'll be like ready for bed at like 12, but then I won't go to bed until like 3. Yeah. I used to have this terrible... I mean, it's still a bad habit. It's not great. I am perpetually addicted to TikTok, as I'm sure many of us have grown accustomed to. In the quarantine COVID life that we've all become acclimated to, slightly acclimated to. Relatable content. (laughs) And I used to have... It's pretty bad still, but it was much worse before a bad habit of like going on TikTok at night and just scrolling for ages and ages and ages and it never ends. So therefore, I am never done scrolling and I just scroll literally all night. And I think that was definitely one of the reasons I couldn't sleep. But there was this TikTok I came across the other day that was like, we've all talked about customer service voices. So like I've worked in customer service before my big girl job back when I would have jobs in high school. And then also uh, my work study in college was Mm -hmm. not that's not customer service, but like, you know, you still have to interact with people. It was a clerical job. And you've worked in customer service as well. Uh, I did, yeah. All your jobs before your big girl job. And so this TikTok that I saw that struck me to my soul was uh, <laughs> this person was talking about, we, we talk about customer service voices, like people, you either understand what that is or you don't understand what that is. But I think there's a third voice. So your normal voice, customer service voice, and there's a third voice that we don't really talk about as much. And it's your customer voice interesting do you have a customer voice i know i do and i've talked about it with my partner many times i've slowly been realizing that recently and so like hearing it in this tiktok i was like oh my god that's absolutely what i feel like you know like a voice so where i'm the customer and like someone's asking me like hi can i help you with anything exactly yeah and okay um i probably do nate yeah Yeah. oh i know i do i i feel like i'm such a different person like i turn it on in a way it feels like somewhere of a medium between like my customer service voice, which, you know, 
you turn it on, you're a little bit more bubbly, you're more happy, you're you're just so positive. It's kind of like kind of close to like what a cheerleader voice would be, you know, like <laughs> I think in some ways, like every, I think most of the time for girls, we turn our voice higher for a customer service, like especially other girls I would work with in customer service, like as soon as they would answer like their headsets or whatever it was, you just hear them go, hi. Like, they start talking with their head voice. They're like, hi. Hi. Da, 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 da. Like, thanks for calling, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then as soon as the mic's off, they're like, oh, my God, this fucking... <laughs> like, the drop of an octave. <laughs> and I feel like for my customer voice, I'm kind of the same. Like, I've worked that beat, you know? Like, I've done my time. I've done that shit. I know what it's like to have shitty customers. And I feel like for that reason, I overcompensate to be, like, as unproblematic of a customer and, like, just as understanding as I possibly can. Yeah. Do, like customer service people and like whoever i'm interacting with so i definitely have a customer customer voice yeah oh my god i totally agree i i definitely try to be as understanding in whatever situation where i'm the customer Mm -hmm. because people can be real so rude (laughs) oh my god yeah they they can honestly be the worst the customer's always right and like all i hate that mentality it's It's so wrong i hate it i absolutely hate it yeah i'm like but what about the times that they're actually horribly wrong? <laughs> like, I've never had to be in the situation where I fully was like, please leave. Like, I refuse service to you. Oh, I have. But I've I've been close. Yeah. So you were going to, like, turn this customer away. Like, I'm about to kick you out of wherever you were working at the time. Yeah, I, I think so. I used to work at a retail, like, a shoe boutique mm-hmm. and little clothing store. And I lived in a neighborhood that was mixed with pretty wealthy people so they would come into this store just because the boutique i guess kind of catered to that group of people you know i guess yeah yeah and it would be like you know moms coming in with their teenage daughters being like my daughter has a delta gamma what the fuck (laughs) dinner this week and we need these specific shoes you know I never understood that about like sororities and things. I've never been in a sorority. And it's just that whole concept of like having such a specific dress code for like their events. Yeah. I don't understand it completely, but like I've heard briefly from like people I know who are in sororities. They're like, oh, I have to get this specific shoe with like this type of styling, this color. And it's so specific. Yeah. You have to like get it signed off by a specific board. Yeah wild yeah and you're already paying so many dues to then have to go out and buy specific outfits for every single mm-hmm. event i could go off on sororities to be quite <laughs> honest but i'm glad our school didn't have sororities i yeah. think it opened a lot of opportunities socially but that is a hot take from me but okay so yeah, sorry. yeah moms would come in with their daughters being like i need this specific shoe you know they would tell me beige and i'll be like okay well that's still kind of a wide range because there's a lot of light browns there's like a 30 million shades still in that category yeah but instead of being like ma'am please be more specific i would say okay let me grab you a few options see what you like you know mm-hmm. yeah And then they would still be like, these aren't what I asked for. Like, they would just give such a hard time. And on top of it, their daughters would be rude and entitled as well. Well, of course. You see your mother acting like that and treating these workers like that. You're going to think it's okay. And that's another issue entirely that I freaking hate. Yeah. So it would just be awful. Like, those women and their daughters would drive me insane. Especially when they definitely would just treat you, like, as the help, you know? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I am a person, so please 
talk to me like a person yeah. i have to talk to you like a person <laughs> mm-hmm. then there was one time a woman came in with a leather wallet that we had sold her we carried this very specific line i, f- I forgot the name of it mm-hmm. but she had brought it in she was like hi can i return this and i was like okay like do you have your receipt with you a standard question to ask when people are returning something yeah and she was like oh yeah looking in her bag trying to find it and i while she was doing that i asked her i'm like is there a specific reason you're returning it Mm -hmm. and she's like oh well it just didn't wear well and i was like what do you mean like do they have a lot of scratches like what happened Mm -hmm. is there a tear and she's like while i've had it it just isn't aging well and in my mind i'm like already a red flag because so she's already used it already yeah and i was like okay so i looked at the receipt she had bought it over a year ago (laughs) and had been using it for over a year yeah and i'm like of course it's gonna have wear because you've been using it for a year (laughs) yeah and so i was like i'm so sorry but this receipt shows that you paid for this and bought it over a year ago so i can't return it for you Mm -hmm. and she was not happy with me and i was like at this point too i'm a high school student right yeah uh i have no power in this situation i'm really sorry like i don't know what i can say but unfortunately i can't return this for you if you'd want to look at different wallets that we have please feel free to you know she's like why can't you just return it for me like i don't understand i was like well see our return policy is after 30 days with the receipt and not used so and usually they have the return policy on the receipt like usually there's like yeah either on the back of it or like fine print at the bottom they usually say refunds are allowed with within 30 days with this receipt or something like that right yeah like we had the little like block surrounded by the stars you know uh yeah yeah yeah. asterisks sure so i was like i can't return it and then she went into karen mode and she's like i need to speak to your manager and i was like okay like let me call her because i was the only one working at the store at the time because it was a small boutique so they didn't need more than like one person really yeah so i was calling my manager because the woman started honestly yelling at me and i was like i literally am i'm a high school student what do you want me to do yeah I'm like 16. Literally, I can't. Oh, my God. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves is like people who are they get so mad at the workers. I've had the same thing. Like, I'll let you finish your story, but this is just an interjection. I've had customers yell at me and like scream at me and just get so aggravated at me for things. They're like, why can't you do it this way? And I'm like, literally, it's, you know, for whatever reason, like corporate policy, whatever. Like, this is what I've been taught. This is what I've been trained. This is like what they told me. This is what I need to do. And they'll keep arguing with you for like ever and they're like why can't you just do it it doesn't make any sense and it's like literally first of all this is way above my job description second of all i don't what do you want me to do and then if they're really desperate and they really want to pick a fight then they'll call your manager over and it's like oh yeah i told you it's corporate policy but yeah my manager is really gonna change that yeah so i'm like oh so you just want to hear the exact same thing from from someone else yeah (laughs) but what's wild to me is like sometimes sometimes very 50 50 depends on the person right but when they hear it out of your manager's voice they're like oh yeah i totally like they switch it up yeah, and they're like, like what the- oh yeah i totally understand yeah that makes sense like are you sure there's nothing you can do and they're like no and you're like then the customer will be like okay yeah that's fine and they'll like just okay bye go home i'm like what what the f like what was that like i literally just said that i know uh excuse me but it comes out of their voice because they're wearing a fucking tie then it's fine Ugh. yeah wild the worst 
I think I ended up just calling my manager on the phone, had the woman talk to her over the phone. Okay, yeah. And then she left, like, completely fine. So was that a situation where your managers told them the same thing and then they were like, oh, yeah, I understand. And she was just appeased. Yeah. And I was like, okay, thank you. Please come again. <laughs> but when <laughs> I'm not here, bye. preferably. <laughs> that is wild what about you share some of your nightmares yeah, oh my god so i work at a fast food chain that was probably my most prevalent customer service experience in high school and pe- i worked early morning shifts so i worked 5 a.m to i think like noon on sunday mornings and let me just tell you people are fucking miserable before their coffee and they are massive bitches <laughs> trying to get to whatever Sunday activities they have. I mean, at me. <laughs> but I'm just, oh, it was just, it was just so bad because they, they just wouldn't treat you like a human, right? They're so grumpy. They're grouchy. They're just like, I want my coffee. And you're just like, okay, well, treat me like a human, please. Yeah. I'll spit in your coffee. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't, but I would definitely think about it if you're being rude. <laughs> I will contemplate it and mentally imagine that I did it. Yeah. So I've had people treat it like it's, fuck it starbucks they would have these complicated orders i'm like we are very standard here we are your black coffee you got a latte and that's about it and they'll like add like a million and three modifications make it all customized blah 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 and then they'll come up to you and be like this is incorrect blah, blah, blah. and then actually half the time it wasn't incorrect they would just yes oh my god i would literally make it exactly the same and then they're like oh this is so much better and i'm like literally it's the same thing you just watched me do it this time instead of from the drive-thru Bruh. window literally i hate it when customers are like oh i want to customize it like this but then they don't even know what they're ordering yeah oh my god yeah and that would happen so often dude i don't know how many times i was making something there's a certain recipe for drinks for example right Mm -hmm. you put x amount of pumps of sugar x amount of pumps of cream blah 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 blah, depending on the size it's very standard (laughs) so it's the same every single time yeah they would get so mad and they'll be like oh i want two pups of cream okay sure two extra pups and they're like no i only want two pumps of cream okay it comes with four usually so you only want two you're asking these clarifying questions check with them to make sure you get it right yeah they'll have an attitude with you and then when you give it to them then they'll get mad they'll have the audacity they'll come out of the drive-thru park their car come inside the restaurant and they'll be like this doesn't have enough cream on it blah 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 blah, blah. i asked for two more pumps of cream and it's like uh no you didn't bitch no you didn't <laughs> do not be coming in here play switching. it back play it back yeah. uh. but i loved my manager she was or the manager i would usually work with on morning shifts she was super understanding and very much like a no bullshit type of person mm-hmm. so she backed up the workers a lot of the times especially when customers would come in like super angry yeah there was this one person basically i think they were trying to pull a mcdonald's hot coffee like lawsuit on me i gave them their coffee and then they come through and they were so mad at me they were just they were not having it that day and they were like this is absolutely (laughs) incorrect i asked for a black coffee and i was like that is a black coffee and they're like yeah but it's supposed to be a hundred and degrees and it's actually this many and i'm like oh i didn't say this obviously right but i i'm thinking i'm like do you have a fucking thermometer right there like what the yeah (laughs) he rolls up puts it in his coffee you look at my coffee machine right behind me where i literally poured it from the thermometer on here says it is exactly correct so try me again (laughs) bro she just started yelling at me and she was not having it like started a whole scene in the lobby of the restaurant she was like threatening to throw her coffee at me be like do a bitch yeah she was like do you want to like i'll throw it at you remake this again blah, blah, blah. and my manager comes up out of nowhere and she's like leave yeah get out and she's like they're not doing it right blah, blah, blah. and she's like leave get out of my restaurant right now don't come in here and threaten my workers that's not a lot i'll call the cops and she's tried to argue with my manager my manager's like 
picked up the phone. She's like, I'll call. You got five seconds to get your ass out of here. Damn. <laughs> like, you need to get out of here. People are crazy. Yeah. Especially over things that aren't a big deal. Yeah. Probably a cu- like a few dollars for a cup of coffee. Yeah. And like, we have a policy. We'll remake it for you. We have to remake it for you if you come in and complain. If you say it's like wrong for whatever reason, yeah. we have to remake it. So we'll come in and we'll remake it for you. It's not even that of an issue. And we never ask your money unless you're completely changing to like something else, right? Yeah. You got charged for item A and then you actually wanted item B. Then like we have to remake it and like we charge you different. But if we messed up or it's not how you like it, we would redo it. But people would come in fighting for their life over these small (laughs) things. Like it's only two creams in here. I'm like, because you asked. You want two more? I will add two more. I will do it for you. It is not that hard yeah and it's like you would get so much further if you were just like hey sorry i think that there was a miscommunication i yeah. actually wanted two more pumps is that okay yeah. you'll get what you want yeah. versus being like you dumb idiot yeah. like you mismade my coffee what the hell like yeah and i think that's exactly what the whole phrasing of the customer's always right was meant to do you know what i'm saying yeah the example you're just saying oh i think there was a miscommunication i actually wanted two more okay if the customer wanted two more they're right they wanted two more so remake it and make it right i think that's what the intention was meant to and now we've gone so far and i've also had like bad managers where they took that a little too far where they're like oh whatever they say and i'm like oh when they would correct you and be like it's your job to do this i'm like actually no it's not like bitch the fuck (laughs) is the customer right then yeah get behind the counter then you want to do it do it yourself (laughs) literally Oh, man. There was this one woman. Okay, so when I was working at the shoe store, right? Uh My job description. (laughs) Help people find the shoes, check them out. That's basically... Straight up, yeah. Yeah, clean the shelves when no one's around. That's baseline. (laughs) Low expectations for a high school student. And I I met those, okay? I met the low expectations. You (laughs) You did the job. You did what you had to do. There was a woman who came in and she was like, I want to try these shoes on. I was like, great, I'll go get your size. Brought them to her. Yeah. And then I like set them down. Like we had a couple seating areas mm-hmm. for people to try on their shoes and set them down at, at one of the couches saying like, I'll just leave them here for you to try on. Let me know if I can get you something else or like a different size or whatever. So I went back to like doing other responsibilities and then she was mm-hmm. just sitting there not doing anything. And I was like, stop. Did she want you to? yeah for her no No! okay even worse it wasn't yeah like i went over and i was like oh was this not the right size like did you not like did these not work out Uh she's like no i just i was waiting for you to help me put them on and so she basically made me cinderella her like put it on her feet yeah that's fucking wild where do you think you are you're honestly i was so pissed like what are you doing and it's like i at the time too like i didn't really know how to respond like i didn't know how to be like no put your damn shoes on yourself man yeah you were a high school student i know very few high school students who would have the confidence to stand up for themselves like that and yeah she definitely knew you were in that position where you weren't gonna fight her back like customers always right or yeah some power dynamic of being an elder with all the things that that has baggage for. Yeah. She definitely took advantage of that situation. That's so effed up. Yeah. And so I was just like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I guess. But yeah, that pissed me off real good. Any other stories that you have? Karen's? There's so many. Dude, it was just like a daily struggle. I will say, I've talked about this with my partner a few times. Some ways, there's no shortage of Karen's out there in the world, right? But I think what made the customer service job worth it, I think one of the redeeming qualities of when you are in a customer service job like that, the people you engage with and the, some of the people you work with can be really shitty. Mm-hmm. You can also have really good ones. Like I do have some like quality 
customers who were absolutely wonderful to me and I have a few stories of that Mm -hmm. but it's the people who make it worth it yes there's times where I think back on it in my time like working customer service and I think of it like fondly just because of the people I got to interact with because I think there's just a commiserating factor of like dealing with this bullshit you'll deal with a really bad customer and then as soon as you're done talking to them like your coworkers next to you is like what just happened and you're like let me spill the tea on like this shithole person that was that just came through and you guys like talk smack about your customers and it's yeah therapeutic because you get over that bad interaction you just had and you're able to talk through that bad interaction and they kind of like yeah that sucks dude and then yeah you move on and they're they're going through it with you so like they understand and they you know you guys help each other out i i definitely miss that type of working dynamic sometimes oh me too the people i got to work with yeah the co-workers make the job like oh a hundred percent no matter how horrible the job is if you have good co-workers that you can like talk to joke around with you know like pull pranks on you know like yeah it just makes it all worth it yeah make the work not feel like work i also love it was so weird like i don't know about you but i always felt like there was this like there are two levels of relationships you have right they're like your friends and then there are your co-workers mm-hmm. i don't know i never personally like i never really hung out with my coworkers a lot outside of work yeah. but like once we got into work i was like spill the tea tell me everything about yeah. your week <laughs> basically yeah like when you were at work it was like that was your hangout yeah essentially you're like you're trying to hang out while you're working to try to make time and the pain go by <laughs> literally yeah. yeah i also worked at a food chain for a little mm-hmm. bit and the coworkers made it so worth it like we were fully mm-hmm. understaffed like everyone was quitting and things like that which was a whole different drama thing but the group of people i was working with Every single day, everyone came in with, like, tired but positive attitude, you know? Yeah. And, like, uh-huh. we would always switch off between who brought in everyone energy drinks or who brought in everyone coffees, oh, you know? That's sweet. And so, yeah. yeah, we'd, like, pass them out in the mornings if we had morning shift or, like, if it was mm-hmm. closing time, we would just, like, all bring each other, like, snacks and things like that. Mm-hmm. So oh. it was so fun. Yeah. yeah. Definitely talking smack about all of them. <laughs> The horrible yeah. customers that we had breathe life back into us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. And like you said, like bringing food. I don't, I can't remember what we called it. But yeah, like that back room where we would have lunch and stuff like that. There was like a few, like we called them like the aunties. The maternal-esque figures <laughs> who also worked the job. They usually were more like the behind the scenes stuff. And so they would bring food into the <laughs> restaurant whenever they had shifts. Every once in a while, just like whatever leftovers they had or just because they felt like cooking. So you just go in the back room, hired, not quite mentally prepared for your shift, but you're like, okay, I got to hype myself up. And then on the table there, well, I grew up in Hawaii, so a lot of the aunties were usually Filipino, so there'd be like a bunch of Filipino food Ooh. out and about on this table. And I was just like, let's go. Like, <laughs> I was ready. Dude, that's so yeah. nice. Yeah, they were so sweet. That was great. Or like sometimes someone would bring donuts, you know, classic, classic stuff like that. There was a wide range. Yeah. We even had a customer who would do that. Oh, really? That's so nice. Yeah. There was this customer who would come in. I don't know if he came in every day because I only worked once a week because I was also doing sports and school and AP class. Like, I only worked once a week in high school, at least. And I saw him every time I had a shift and he would just kind of come up. He'd wait for, like, the kind of the lull after the morning rush, but before the afternoon lunch rush. Order his food, sip his coffee. Then when it's kind of like a lull, he'll, like, come up and, like, kind of chat with us and be like, how's your week going? Mm-hmm. And he'd ask for, like, a bucket of ice from us because that's what we would do. We'd, like, we'd give out ice. 
And then he'd bring some type of food, like pineapple, or like, <laughs> he'd bring us a whole ass pineapple, like a few times. <laughs> or like sometimes he'll bring like donuts or like mango, something like that. Well, I want donuts. Donuts now. do sound good. I've said donuts twice. Can you tell what I'm craving? <laughs> Should we get donuts? Give us a sign. Yeah. I think if you say donuts one more time, then we have to get in it. It's like Beetlejuice. If we say it a certain amount of times, yeah. they'll just appear. I wish. Um, what were we talking about before? <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, food, co-workers, making it worth it. Oh, yeah. When we worked customer service jobs. Yeah. Honestly, one of my favorite co-workers was at the boutique that I worked at, and she was another mom. Yeah. Whenever we worked together, I absolutely loved it. We would talk about life. She would give me advice because she has uh, two children that were a bit older than me. Oh, okay. So she was like... She's done her time. Exactly. So she had one boy, one girl. She's like, listen, any and all questions, I have an answer. <laughs> so she was honestly the best. And we ended up going together to one of our other coworkers' weddings, and it was just like... Wow. She was amazing. I don't want to, like, call her out by name, but she knows who she is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah. On the flip side, though, this just made me think. Bad coworkers, Ugh. they also can make or break a job. That's so true. Yeah. I was watching a video. I listening to something, and whoever was talking said, the way to lose your good workers is to let bad behavior from a poor worker slide by. Oh. Like, if you have, like, 10 workers who are working really, really hard, you know, doing their job, get to get paid minimum wage. A different issue entirely. Yeah, and then to have another worker to the side not caring, not doing their job. Yeah being i don't know just unproductive in general slacking off and allowing them to continue to do that ah your good co-workers are gonna lose motivation so fast it was interesting have you ever had like a situation like that so like i've never had anyone be a a bad co-worker that i can think of maybe there were like one or two people that i didn't quite gel with like they just kind of rubbed me the wrong way but that was so few and far in between and especially, I would almost never have direct shifts with them that I've never needed to deal with that. But I have a younger brother. He's 20. Oh my gosh, he's about to turn 22. Wild. Oh, holy cow. Wow. He turns 22. How in a time weeks. flies. That's... Stop. I cannot mentally grasp that information. <laughs> I, need a, I need a moment. Holy shit. But yeah, he's about to turn 22. He's a manager at a fast food chain as well. And how I was talking about, like, sometimes I miss it. I think I get my dosage when I talk to him and, like, oh, how's work? And then he's like, oh, my God, this shithead, like, customer or this worker was being dumb because they did this. They came in late, whatever it was. And I, like, I get my I get my tea vicariously through him without having to work, yeah. <laughs> work the job and deal with the customers directly. But he was telling me there was this one person that perpetually came in late or just, like, didn't show up to their shift. They were being put on the schedule, but they just weren't showing up to work for, like, a few weeks. Oh. And I was like, he's a kind of like a lower level manager, like more entry level manager. He doesn't do all the big calls and everything, but he still, he runs the shift, you know, he's a shift manager. Mm -hmm. So like, how are your higher ups like letting this pass and still putting this person on schedule? Like what the F? And yeah. it's, it, it went on for a while. And then finally they took this person off. Like they kept calling in, you know, you call in for the person shift when they're like, late and you're like hey are you still showing up or like basically what's up and they mm. always had excuses oh like i can't today because of this like i got caught babysitting this I, and 
some of those might have been valid but after like literal weeks of like blowing off your shift yeah. so they assumed they quit after this person didn't show up for a while and then they came back to the store after however long and they were like oh can i get my schedule for next week my brother was like nope <laughs> he was like i i cannot deal so he let like another higher up manager kind of deal with it they were like we assumed you quit because you weren't showing up for the schedule yeah. they're like no i thought i was still working here like, then why haven't you been shown? <laughs> so it was just like this weird disparity. And so essentially they rehired the, this person. And when my brother told me that, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? He's like, no. And watch, they're not going to show up to their shifts again. And we're going to go through this again. Yeah. So like for him, that's, he has to run the shift, right? He's in charge of like making sure everyone's there. They have enough workers there. So that way everyone can do the job. And it's not a shit shit for the people who are working that shift. And yeah. so he's like, they're going to have to go through this again. He's going to have to run these really chaotic shifts where they're going to be down in person and that's not fair to him and that's not fair to, to the people who have to work that shift. He like tried to warn the upper management like really you're going to hire this person back. They've already proven that they they're not reliable. Yeah. Exactly. And they're like, "Well, you know, no 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 no." So he's like, "Fine, you you're going to see what happens." And yeah, he he's had like issues retaining workers at his job because people get discouraged for stuff like that. So like that article that you were talking about totally makes sense. I've seen it vicariously yeah. through him. I've I haven't had to deal with it myself, but I had to deal with it at my customer service job where I worked at a food chain. Okay, yeah. It was where I the same town I grew up in and so I knew the guy who was slacking off oh. personally from high school. Ugh. I mean like we weren't really friends but I knew who he yeah. was. And I was kind of surprised at first that he even got hired. I mean, to be quite honest, the job I had didn't have a lot of like, I guess, it wasn't a hard screen to it. Yeah, it wasn't a hard job. It was mostly a behavioral interview. Okay, you're hired situation. Yeah, totally. So I was like, okay, but his responsibilities, even from the get go, were kind of like tailored to his level. He wasn't held at the same expectations as the rest of us. Mm -hmm. So because at the time I got hired, a lot of people were leaving and all that stuff. It was just because I started in one of the summers. And so it was a lot of transition between like people leaving for school yeah. and like all that stuff. So it was already very like volatile in that way. Mm -hmm. So when I got hired, even though I was supposed to be hired for kind of like one quote unquote station that they called it, I started getting training in a lot of different things. Yeah. And so did a lot of other people. And this one guy who didn't have a hard job, you know, like he could barely do his one job, yeah. you know, we'd be like, hey, can you go take out the trash? Mm -hmm. He would have a hard time doing that. Hey, can you wipe down that table? Yeah. Hard time doing that. Like we weren't asking him to do challenging things. And so the fact that when you say hard time, like he couldn't for whatever reason, couldn't do the job or like he like would resist doing the job. If you're like, hey, take out the trash. Did he like find every excuse to like not do it? No, he'd just be really lazy about it. He's like, oh, really? Like, can some yeah, kind of like, can someone else do it? It's like, no, like we're all busy yeah. right now. Can you go do it? It's not like none of us have ever not taken out the trash. Like we do it all yeah. the time. And so he would just be like, drag himself over to the trash bin, like slowly try to take out the trash slowly, take his time trying to unfold the new yeah. trash. Oh God, bag, yeah. like take a sweet ass time to do one job yeah and then he sometimes you know how if you have a trash can that's in like the middle of two sizes for a trash bag you kind of have to make sure they're tight yeah on the outside so that 
the bag doesn't just sink there sink into the actual trash yeah. bin yeah he'd be like oh can someone help me with this Stop. he like couldn't do it and i was like my guy it's <laughs> really like it's a simple task it's not rocket science i'm out here working three different stations yeah. i'm gonna need you to just do this one yeah. thing kind of a th- strap on your big boy pants you can do it like yeah and this went on for a while and it was, so everyone was kind of talking like all the workers yeah. were like why is he still here like we're busting our asses right because we're understaffed and he's over here kind of just wandering around not doing the couple of things we're asking him to and so everyone's like felt i think overall that they weren't being appreciated for their hard work and so everyone was considering leaving and the manager, kind of similar to what your brother has at his job there was like lower level management who kind of worked closer with the actual employees And then there were like higher level that just mostly did scheduling and whatever. And so the managers we were working with, they're like, no, like, please don't leave. You guys are great workers. Like, we'll try to talk to this guy and get him going or talk to our other managers to see what's up, Mm -hmm. things like that. But yeah, it's once like if you're a self-motivated person, hard worker without having to be asked. And then you see these other people getting away with just really not okay behavior for a professional work setting. It's really upsetting. And getting paid the same amount as you. Yeah. Like you supposedly have the quote quote same job, but like how you were saying you were understaffed. So like you had to step up and take three stations. If it was uniform across the ladder, at least that day that you were on shift, right? Like it doesn't, not that it doesn't matter, but it seems, it seems about fair. It's like, oh, we're in a shitty situation. We're understaffed, but it's like, okay. But if everyone is working three stations but this one person can't even do his one station when he could be taking like two stations he could lift the load for like everyone else at least a little bit yeah it's very unmotivational for the people who are making it worth it yeah it's a bummer really yeah i feel like because i worked in the mornings for that job i usually worked with more like adults people who kind of had a higher opinion of like not not to say that people our age did it but it usually like high schoolers they're juggling high school and whatever things so i feel like it's a little bit more like finicky but the adults i worked with were very like timely and like on top of it a lot of the high schoolers would want to work more no one wanted to work at 5 a.m i had to because that was the only time i had available Mm, i can't imagine i was telling you this the other day i literally had you know school all week practice after that then homework so basically my weekdays were totally filled i was a cheerleader so i would cheer at the football games basically my entire saturday was either cheer practice all the morning football game afterwards and then i'd come home and I'd, i really like football so i've rewatched the entire football game on tv with my dad mm-hmm. he would like wait for me to come home and we watched the whole replay together but by that time game finished at like what 10 11 got home 11 30 close to midnight rewatched the whole game we're not done till like 1 almost 2 a.m then i'd go to sleep for like two hours and then wake up for my 5 a.m job damn that is intense i i would have been fired immediately because i would not wake up (laughs) oh my dad was the best and he doesn't let me forget it that he was definitely the motivator for making sure i got to that job on time (laughs) i mean i watched the game with him so i feel like he's also partly to blame because we were you know i was (laughs) i was watching the game with him he was the instigator and wanting to rewatch the game afterwards but he also made sure like i was not gonna be late for that job he's like nah you're working get your ass up you're gonna be on time to your job we love yeah he's like you're not gonna let your coworkers down you know how shitty it is when you're down a person for your shift like how much that throws it off you're not gonna be that guy yeah and it's good for just like discipline commitment all of that Mm -hmm. stuff like ingraining it into you we we stand good job kelly totally (laughs) (laughs) he was so adamant about me working a customer i was so resistant to it growing up i tried to work literally any other job 
And he's like, no one's going to hire you because you can only work one. Like, legitimately, that was the only time I could work. Yeah. He's like, no one's going to hire you. No other, quote, quote, normal job is going to hire you because you don't have the flexibility in your schedule. You literally can only work this day. So you need a job that has crazy weird schedules like uh, customer service at a food chain where they need you to work weird shifts. So Mm -hmm. this is the only place that's going to hire you. And I was like, tried to apply to everywhere else. Everyone turned me down. And at some point I was like, fuck, I really need a job. I guess so. Yeah. It was a good experience. I'm glad. I will never admit it to him, but (laughs) I'm glad I work customer service. Except for on this podcast. Except for on this podcast that he may or may not. We'll see. When he calls me out on it in a week, maybe I'll find out that he listens to this. But (laughs) yeah, he was so adamant about it. He's like, I feel like everyone should work a customer service job because then you know how to treat people. And for sure. Being on both sides of that now. Yeah, I think especially other people I know who have worked customer service, they know what it's like to be on that side. So I feel like they are also the people who have customer voices and like they're they try to be accommodating and like understanding when you're in that service environment and like someone's serving you that you try to be accommodating for that. Yeah. Whereas like people who haven't, they usually, not usually, but sometimes will just like have no grasp and understanding and can be rude. Yeah, I totally agree. If you have the opportunity to work at a customer service or especially in the food industry, especially food, do it. Yeah. I think it'll help to shape your character just overall as a person. And it it teaches you to treat other people well in frustrating circumstances. Yeah. Because like we've all, I feel like we've all been on both sides, right? Like we've had someone who's working, who's been rude to us. And we've also been probably not the best to someone else. Yeah. So just being exposed to both points of view, point of views, points of views, point of views. One of those. Both just sound wrong now. Right? I'm like, (laughs) one of them is right. I think unless both are wrong. Choose your own adventure. Someone, someone will correct you. Yeah. Super important. There are always a lot of positives working in the customer service industry. Again, I feel like a broken record, but it definitely shapes you to just be like more respectful of other people and their time, the effort that they're putting into their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I think being able to see both points of view, it's like when you work customer service, it's going to sound so morbid, but like you see the shittiest of people. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like how I was talking about like being bitchy at 5 a.m. because they haven't had their fucking morning coffee. Like I'm seeing you in your worst. Like <laughs> you, you see people in truly their worst moments. You have to build a tough, not justifying it. Like you shouldn't be that shitty to another human being. But you learn to have a tough skin and like be able to take that and still put goodness out into the world of you still want to give them that. Or you don't want to, but your job says that you need to. <laughs> Give them, you know, that customer satisfaction, give that quality customer experience and be positive. So I think in life, that's a good skill to have. I wish people weren't that shitty. Obviously, I'll complain Mm -hmm. about it to the day I die that people (laughs) sometimes you see people just being absolutely shitty and there's no need to be. But there's those gleaming moments of yeah, people who can just take it and keep maintaining positive attitude. Sometimes they shouldn't need to, but, you know, we're not going to fix everyone. So at least can't fix everyone. At least look learn the tools to be able to take it and handle it and not let it dampen your day too much yeah yeah i'm definitely glad i don't have to work in it now yeah but i am grateful for the skills that i left the industry the customer service Mm -hmm. industry with what do you what are some skills you think name a couple you got from customer service that you are thankful for 
Um, I think it's a lot of communication skills. Yeah, for sure. There are too often times where miscommunication happens, whether it be mm-hmm. when I work in retail with shoes or at the um, food chain with hungry customers. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to communicate and mediate difficult situations answer yeah. questions, strategize how you'll switch the conversation, switch the focus of the conversation to something else, mm-hmm. be creative in finding solutions. And every situation is different. So, you know, yeah. one person could be mad that they couldn't find the right pair of shoes. So sorry, I can order things online for you. Yeah. Or if we don't have their size or if they're just like none of these styles work well there's another shoe store a few blocks down like you can check them out you know like just yeah being able to still be respectful and give your opinion helpful debugging yeah <laughs> debug console log this <laughs> system.debug hello it world. is the weekend ma'am we are not tech no hello world um yeah uh patience for sure so much patience so much patience (laughs) i mean to be quite honest i think i've lost a little bit (laughs) of that one yeah i've seen jokes that it's like have you ever noticed the people who hate humanity the most are the people who work in customer service (laughs) (laughs) because you see the worst you you'll use so much patience in like your customer service job and then like in your normal life you're like i have none to expel to the rest of the world yeah like i'm done (laughs) thank you yeah (laughs) yeah what about you Ugh, gosh. Damn, who, if someone's writing a resume for <laughs> what you learned for your customer service job, just listen in, my guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think what I also learned was multitasking, kind of like how you're talking about like running mm-hmm. multiple stations at once. That was so critical for my job. And so I had to get good at multitasking and running my brain running multiple trains of thoughts of different orders and being mm-hmm. at different stages of prep and all of that while still not sacrificing the customer that you're serving that their experience to still be trying to get their food quickly like mm-hmm. basically still have a in and out mentality of serving them uh teamwork how we we're kind of talking about teamwork working with other people work. teamwork makes the dream work it's just so ingrained in the job like that where you know you work one station or two and you have to be dependent on your coworkers who are working whatever respective stations that they are so that way you can come together and give it give the customer the product that they need and what that they want also like understanding just understanding as a general statement because mm-hmm. even though the end goal say getting your food fast seems so simple right there are so yeah. many factors behind the scenes that as a customer mm-hmm you don't see as a customer your experience is i'm gonna drive up to this window say i want this this and this and then i'm i'll pay and then i'll leave like that's the customer experience very black box right exactly and as the actual worker who's you know getting all the food ready or whatever there's so many things that have to go Mm -hmm. right to just to get like that have that one simple result yeah. So now as a customer, whenever I'm at a restaurant, right, and maybe they mess up my order or they forget to take our order, you know, when it's busy, having the understanding and being like, look, I know that you have 10 different tables in your section. Yeah. I know that you have 40 different dishes going in and out of the kitchen mm-hmm. along with the five other waitresses and all customized stations. Yeah. I understand. I'm not upset. You know, you gain empathy in those situations where it's like, don't even worry about it. If I have to wait 15 minutes, totally fine. 
I know you're mm -hmm. this is a stressful situation for you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely empathy. God works hard, but service workers they work they harder. be working harder. <laughs> good trip down memory lane. Yeah. The trying times of our customer service days. Those good old days. <laughs> but also questionable. <laughs> yeah. Those mediocre old days. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Midnight Memo, taking a little stroll down memory lane of our customer service industry experiences. That's Claire and I'm Kristen. If you would like to join us next week for our next episode on Tuesday, if you have any ideas for topics you would like to hear us mindlessly discuss at ungodly hours of the night, message us at The Midnight Memo on TikTok or Instagram. Or feel free to email us themidnightmemo at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to be notified for next week's episode drop. And rate us on all platforms. If you would like to support the podcast, hit the link in our description. We greatly appreciate it for you supporting this podcast and giving us the time and space to talk about these weird things <laughs> that keep us up at night. Any other thoughts, Claire? Nope. We'll, we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.